So there I was listening to Ye Ye play the harmonica by the campfire. Yo, what's up, everybody? This is Ye Ye Martinez. And this is Macho Man Randy Savage. Jeff. Jeff. And this is Beauty and the Beast Mode, brother. Beauty and the Beast Mode, episode Ocho. I thought it was Spanish for veal parmesan. Veal parmesan and the sassy. Ah. What's up, Jeff? BP. What is up, yay yay? Hey, I'm excited. If you couldn't tell by that intro. You're jazzing it up on that harmonica. Dude, I had one sip of this kickstart and literally turned into... (laughs) 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 And all of these wrestlers put together. Oh, yeah. Hello? Is anybody there? But they haven't because you got some great news for us, Jeff. Do I? You do, We are international, baby. We have listeners in New Zealand and Ireland. Okinawa, Japan, and uh, Tanzania, and also in Switzerland. Definitely Ireland and New Zealand. Definitely those two. <laughs> That's amazing, man. That's amazing. I hope that they're real listeners. I, Sometimes you get like fake followers on Instagram and stuff like that. No, these are actual listens wow. that went down. And we would like to give a little shout out to Ken M, Kenny Mac. Cacao. Cacao. That's amazing. So we're, get, we're gaining a lot of traction here, Jeff. We are. I appreciate that. That is because of your sensuous, exquisite voice. Why, thank you. Oh, man, I just melted. Pick me up. We are in the purple room. Speaking of purple room, Jeff, as a musician, would you quickly tell me how you were impacted by the passing of one Prince? Baby! Uh, I believe that I think I wasn't impact all that much. Yes, I may be lying to myself, but I believe that when something happens like this, I think that too many people are like, oh my gosh, Prince, oh God. Yes, he was a good musician. Great musician. He he wrote a lot of stuff for other people and himself. Uh, definitely, I am not trying to uh, crush what he did in the music industry. Well, it kind of sounds like that right now. But I believe that celebrities like himself and other celebrities and public figures, people are like, the world is ending. Oh, my gosh. This, that, the other thing. And he was just a dude. He was a dude who put out great music, touched many lives and stuff like that. Understand what you're saying, Jeff. Here's where I take a little bit of issue with it. Okay. When you say he was just a dude, right? If when we leave, we are measured by the influence and by the impact that we've left on this world and on people's lives, that I feel is worthy of that kind of recognition. Okay. Would you agree or disagree? Like if we, like let's say, what's five years from now? Okay. 
Beauty and the Beast mode is in all is internet truly international. Jeff is a big name. Jeff is doing philanthropic work. Jeff is just Jeff is recognized all across the United States, doing speaking engagements, writing books, leaving an impact on this world. And when Jeff passes on, people say he was just a dude. How would you feel? Uh, I am just a dude. I didn't mean to piss in your weeds. No, no, I am just a dude. You're not just a dude, Jeff. You understand what I'm saying, brother? I agree. I live my life trying to be as good as I can. Good to people and, and live a positive life to influence and help other people and stuff like that. But to me, he was a musician. Yes. And I just don't understand like when Paul Walker died right Paul Walker died and everybody was oh my gosh and stuff like that yeah but he was a good person and he did good for a lot of people and he helped people and charitable charitable uh, work and stuff like that so just because somebody's a celebrity it's like all over the place and people are freaking out like there are plenty of regular people that do great stuff every single day you know so that's what I meant by that. I'm not trying to slight anything that he has done in his life. And yes, musician-wise, he was great. And I'm sure his charity work was amazing. But I still go back to he's a dude. I agree. And I understand your perspective. And I value what you were saying. Because at the end of the day, yes, we have to be humble enough to recognize and realize that we are just a dude or do it. Or dudettes. But if life is measured by the impact and the influence that you have, there's no denying that there was a tremendous amount there, obviously. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Now I would say it's a little bit different than Paul Walker. <laughs> well, I'm just in in that regard. I remember like everybody was like, oh my goodness, Paul Walker's dead. I was like, what about Fast 8? <laughs> right. But, I mean... <laughs> He did a lot of great charitable work himself. Like, I think he went over to Haiti when that big earthquake happened and, and did a whole bunch of stuff. So, like I, I said, I just, I live my life doing the best that I can, being positive, just because that's how I want to live. His music influenced generations of people. A lot of babies were made to that music. So I, I, I mean, the memes are just plentiful. Abundant. Yeah. I, the, listen, I find humor. I try to find humor in everything. Absolutely everything. And the first text that I sent out to people was the one of Dave Chappelle dressed up as Prince and said, game. Blouses. Yep. It's hilarious. It's important to find the funny in any situation. I think it helps. Yo, what is wrong with your leg? Why do you keep scratching your leg over there, dude? I'm rubbing it. I feel like you just turned into a puppy all of a sudden. Now you just... I'm rubbing it. Just wait till I start rubbing my ass on the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> Downstairs neighbors 
sounds like an ass is being dragged across the carpet. <laughs> well, there are plenty of transplants down here. What's up with them? Probably a meth lab. You know, I uh, wouldn't put it past him. Grilling at one thirty in the morning. I mean, he probably just found some random cat and threw it on the grill. Like, <laughs> nice, nice. Honestly, man, I, I don't put it past him, brother. I don't. Like, I was scared that the building was gonna burn down. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, plenty. So of... Listening, neighbors. Cut that shit. <laughs> Please stop cooking meth. Back of the day, it was a crack house. Now it's meth labs. Yeah, was it? Was it? Yeah, yeah. Back in the day, little New Jack City. Now it's meth labs. Labs, plural, all over the place. All over the place. Yep. Oh, that's ridiculous. Yep. It used to just be Nino Brown handing out turkeys. Handing out turkeys. Crit. If you guys don't get that reference. Did you say it already? New Jack City. Yep. Then you're young. Rapuki. That's Chris an old. Chris Rock. It keeps calling me, man. Calling, calling me. See, that's what I love about those older movies is like that's a kick-ass movie. Yeah. But some of the stuff was just so funny, like yeah. back when Chris Rock's acting skills and stuff like that. Like I look at him in what Lethal Weapon Four, uh-huh. and he was just so bad, but it was great. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, you look back, especially like in the 80s, when the writing in the movies were horrible and just the acting skills were so bad. Woo. What was your favorite movie in the 80s? I'm a big, big fan of, uh, I love Stand By Me. Because it takes me back to like when I was a kid and it takes me back to those like childhood adventures. Mm-hmm. You know, walking down the tracks, into the woods. Like we used to have... Uh, No, no, but we dove out of the way of some stuff. Did you ever hang out with Corey Feldman? Yeah. Hey, you were talking about... <laughs> 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 you know who I did see from, was this, I don't know if the show was in the 80s, uh, Married with Children? Okay, yeah. The late 80s? Yeah, late it was, 90s? it was, yeah. Yeah, remember Bud? Yeah. Yeah, so I lived in Daytona for a while, and there was this club that we used to go to, and Bud used to walk in there. Because he was from the area. Jeez. And he was shorter than me. He's short dude, yeah. yeah. His hair was his tallest part. Yeah. He had some high hair. We said hello a couple times. And he, like, he came in there all the time. And he was like, what? You remember the show Wonder Years? Yeah, Fred Savage. Yep. yep. So I was a bouncer at a club. Yep. Man, I went to school with a girl that looked just like Winnie Cooper. Really? Yeah. You liked her? I did. Had a crush? I did. Nice. I'm sure. You're a handsome little devil. I was even handsome back then. Nice. Not to say that I'm handsome now. I said it. <laughs> so you're good. <laughs> but the I used to bounce at a club on Long Island. 
when I lived in New York, and the father from the Wonder Years came in he, to the club. He, he, uh, he's the one that played uh, the Green Bay Packers coach recently, Vince Lombardi. Yes. I think his name was like Dan Lowry or something like that. Uh, I think so. I think he was. But he had like his 30th high school reunion or something like that way back. This is, jeez. I can't even remember how long ago it was when I was bouncing. But he came in with a whole bunch of his buddies. And the uh, guy that I was working with at the door was like, oh, blah, blah, blah. We're full. And I noticed him. And I was like, come on in. You know, and him and his other guys. So, like, his face lit up like, oh, they know who I am. So, he looked cool in front of his friends and all this stuff. So, go on in. That was a good show. been to a high school reunion? Hells no. I haven't Nope. I have no desire. Like any of the peeps that from high school, I still talk to like on Facebook and stuff like that. But the majority hated them back then. Why am I going to go see them now? You know? So back in the day, I was a metalhead. They called a metalhead when long hair, leather jacket, the whole bit. So we used to get picked on by like the jocks and all these other peeps. Oh, you're. Ah, back in the day, I was thin and, you know, mm-hmm. not like I am now. Uh, so, but we used to get picked on. We used to have fights with them all the time. And they were just jerks, so. Did you guys snap your fingers before you started fighting? <laughs> a jet is a jet. <laughs> a jet for life. So. I wonder about it sometimes if I'm ever going to make it to a high school reunion. Do you have desire to see people? Do you even... Okay. It was a little weird, right? I have an older brother who uh, was two years ahead of me. So. He was probably the best big brother around. He was the best oldest brother around, according to my sister. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, he was two years ahead of me. So when I got there as a freshman, everybody knew him. He was kind of a cool cat in school. Uh, got along with everybody for the most part. Um, he ruined. He he single handedly ruined my basketball career. Right. How's that? Because he made the high school basketball team, and his work ethic wasn't the same as mine. So he went to a few practices, and he was good. Like he could play, but then he he was uh, he was done with it. Like it got. He was just done with it, and he quit. And the high school basketball coach said, I will never put another Martinez oh. on this team again. Oof. And stuck to his guns. Now, I was all of five foot whatever, right? And tried out for the basketball team every year. Beginning of the year, summer, beginning of the year, summer, beginning of the year, summer. So, like, twice a year I was trying to make the basketball team. And there were a couple of times... Ah, okay. I didn't deserve it this time. But there were a couple of times where it was like, yo, this cat needs to be on the list. And every time I remember, and it's like the movies, you go check the list to see if the name is on there. Yeah. And it never was. But what this dude did, he's the coach, is he put me in the basketball class early in the morning with the entire basketball team when they worked out. And I was in that class with them. 
And so I was running drills and doing everything. And I remember one time, him saying, if you guys had enough heart as Martinez, then we'd be blah, 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 blah. And I remember thinking to myself, why the hell won't you put me on the damn team? Put me in, coach. <laughs> so my brother single-handedly uh, destroyed my basketball damn. career until the 11th grade when I went to private school to play ball. Nice. And so I, I didn't stay there long, though. I only stood there for 11th grade because I remember it was a, a Christian private school. And upperclassmen from 9th to 12th grade was all like 20 people total, maybe. Wow. Right? And I remember sitting in class, and this girl went to go sit in her chair, and I pulled the chair out from underneath her. Damn. And she just hit the ground. Boom. And then everybody was like, oh, my God, what happened? And I was like, oh, my God, what happened? <laughs> and the teacher looked at me, and she's like, Jason, did you see anything? And I just remember, like, I started dancing and acting like I was speaking in tongues. <laughs> that was my last day. <laughs> you see, you messed up because you should have told the coach that your last name was Martinez. I was going to go there. This way it's you know, different. I, how, it's, it's 2016. How do people still pronounce Martinez Martinez? Because they're racist. I'm not going to say I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I almost did. I almost did, but I'm not going to say that. It's per, weird. per the news and the new snippets, racism is dead, so it's probably not that. That's the furthest thing from the truth ever. I agree. I agree. So far from the truth. Yep. That's, that's... So I saw uh, one of my buddies put something on Facebook, and now the newest thing is... Why is Harriet Tubman on U.S. currency? She's not a president like John Adams. No, Ben Franklin and Andrew, uh, whoever else it was. I forget who it was. Andrew Jackson? I think it was Andrew Jackson, but I'm not sure. When these guys are presidents and they belong on, the, on U.S. currency, well, then you realize that they weren't presidents. Ben Franklin wasn't a president. And it's like, yeah. how about you shut up, racist? <laughs> and the best is, it starts off, I'm not a racist, but... Dude, just wave, wave the racist flag. And you have to start like that. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to start like that. It's all downhill. And you're racist. Nothing good enough. Anymore. You're racist. And people try and code that. Like, so I eat, like, my brother's half black, half Puerto Rican, right? Right. And sometimes I'm like, yo, am I racist? Because I really hate this dude right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So let me ask you. So your school experience, you know, so did you screw up for your sister, her basketball career, since you pulled out the chair on that girl? No, no, no. My sister was four years younger than me. So by the time she got to high school, I was gone. Yeah, but you, you tainted the Martinez name, just no, like I your brother did. I wasn't as popular as my brother was. Okay. Small crew that I hung out with, and everybody knew me kind of uh, because of because they knew my brother as well. We, like we knew everybody, but I wasn't as popular as my brother. I wasn't. I guess I'd say I wasn't as cool as my brother. I'm a pretty cool cat right now, but I wasn't as cool as him back then. Okay. You know. So have have roles reversed? Because you say that you're kind of cool now, and now he wears like uh, gangster rapper aprons. Yeah, so here's the thing, right? Like, my brother, 
<laughs> not to put him on blast, but my brother thinks he's a thug. Like, right. But he's not a thug. Like, he's a volunteer thug. Like, we grew up in the same household. Then how can you be a thug? And plus, like, I don't think you can be a thug and bake all of the pies on Thanksgiving. <laughs> I would agree. You know, thugs don't do that. And one time he cried when we went to go see professional wrestling live when Sting walked by him and he touched Sting's shoulder. Thugs don't cry when they touch Sting. Thugs don't reach out to touch Sting. <laughs> <laughs> no, Is no, that kind of like how you uh, touched Dave Chappelle's uh, back of his... I, yo, I was a groupie when, Dave, when I saw Dave Chappelle live one time. And when I was at least one arm's distance from him, I was absolutely a groupie. And I'm, my eyes might have been uh, a little watery. Nice. Yeah. As you like reached out in slow motion and touched the back, the nape of his neck. And he, t- he turned around and my arm was extended and I just paused like a statue. Hoping that he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear angels singing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Jeff, I think, uh, yo, but back to your point about the, the $20 bill, man. Yep. I'm just so sick and tired of everybody sitting there making a giant issue about this, a giant issue about that. You know, you have Republicans on one side saying one thing. Go, do it, do it. Mama. Hey, I'm podcasting right now. You want to be on on, uh, this podcast? Well, you called me. What are you talking about? What are you, so, we're, well, now we're talking to you. Oh, no. On the air? Yeah, on the air. For shizzle, Whoa. Yes. Where did you get that from? Mama Martinez. Hey, uh, I have a question for you, Ma. All right, shoot. Shoot. Um, who was the person that people most compared you to uh, growing up? No, just celebrity. like personality, a celebrity. Oh, uh, well, they always compared me to, um, like, I don't know if you're Mama Lola, so I don't know. You probably don't. Oh, Mama, you're, you're killing you're killing it. You're supposed to say Rosie Perez. Well, I'm older than Rosie. Oh. But they did compare me every time they hear my voice. They say, oh, you sound like that actress. You know, I used to go, yeah, Rosie Perez. Nice. Tell her to say the Stooky Brothers are coming. She's from your neighborhood? Like in the store, like when you guys look, you guys caught each other's eyes and you were like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know, I probably would out the like that. He's like, So it should have been Mama Martinez as a fly girl. Yo, yeah, Mom, you should have been a fly girl on the Living Color then. I, yeah, I should have. Oh. I should have. I could have. I could have been a contender. Could have been a, nice. Could have been a contender. Why do you think that you weren't a contender, Mom? You know why? Because I didn't have the ambition. 
yeah. Really? That's wild. Yeah. Why do you think they didn't go after dad? Podcast. It's a, it's a, it's a bipod, and it's gonna take off into space. <laughs> it's a, it's a podcast. It's a podcast. Innovative. Go. Yeah. But you just get your comedic skills from your mama. Oh. Nice. Okay. That's a joke in itself. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, well, I'll, I'll let you guys duke it out. Where are you guys driving to now? We're going to Big Lots. Big Lots, Walmart, Coffee Lots. Okay. Not an important. All right. Is there anything that you want to tell the listeners? Uh, this is your, this we can get you guys like deals. We can get you guys deals right now. Dad, if you have one thing. Nice. Not some regular Joe. <laughs> Talk to you later, peeps. Love you. Bye. 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 Mom and Pop Dukes. Mom and Pop's grasshopper giving the call. That was pretty cool. That's awesome. Hopefully, hopefully anybody else can hear it on the podcast. <laughs> Mom almost a fly girl. Almost a fly girl. She talks about that sometimes, how I could have been this and I could have been that. And I mean, they mentioned that you, you heard ambition is, is uh, so crucial. Um, you know, a lot, I think a lot of people have talents and they just don't continue to pursue them. Yeah. There may be reasons why, you know? Yeah. So, but anyways, that was cool. That was a cool little... Uh, that was awesome. Spot yeah. For the, for the peeps. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So, Jeff, we've been laughing a lot today. Yep. What role does laughter play in your life? 
it makes me laugh. <laughs> Laughter and comedy is huge in my life. Huge. Huge. Uh, from New York, so we don't pronounce H's. So it's Houston and huge. So uh, whenever I'm down or whatever the case may be, I try to throw some comedy and laughter in there to boast my spirits, stuff like that. So, Jeff, if you have a book, what would be the title of your book? I Love Mac and Cheese. No. And stuff like that. And stuff like that. I think that would be a great book title for me. Nice. Thanks. Yo, you have, speaking of talents and pursuing talents, oh boy. you, my friend, have some skills. I read something that you wrote about this concept of a book or a movie, a script. It was it was nicely written. Thank you. And I appreciated you sending it to me to take a to take a read and, and give you some feedback. Your opinion is valuable to me. Just sending you stuff randomly? What? <laughs> it's my hand. <laughs> so what role does comedy play in your life? themselves up in that world and that they grind and pursue it, it is amazing it is amazing and that's something that really stuck with me from my time in Chicago and so I think that's why I haven't stopped doing comedy now is because of, of, of what I picked up from them so for me comedy is it's about the pursuit and within that pursuit, it allows me to attack other things in life the same way. Okay. I think probably in Chicago you have much more opportunity, like as far as doing comedy and, and stuff like that, than in Jack's here, right? I, w- I would agree. I would say yes. But I would also say it's also, it's on the person. It's on, it's on the person. Like, you got to be willing to drive. You got to be willing. And now, like, there's so many different outlets for comedy with with the social media pages and everything, that th- there's ways that you can do it. But if you're talking about getting on stage and you're talking about uh, really being out there, then it's definitely, you can find the opportunities. You can create the opportunities, but it's it's 100% on you. Nice. So we had an overall theme for this episode of being funny and comedy and stuff like that. I think the big thing that we wanted to pass on was just that whatever situation you're in you know whether it be good or bad or indifferent or down or depressed use comedy as an outlet and a tool to get you out of whatever funk that you're in because it is so powerful it could change your whole mindset so laughter humor 
comedy, understanding that those can help you get through tougher situations. Just don't neglect it. Don't think because the person in the room that makes a joke is just a jokester. Like, open yourself up to being vulnerable and allowing that laughter and that humor to be a part of your life. And hopefully that'll help you get through uh, some tougher times. Nice. Shameless plug. Speaking about vulnerability, uh, power of vulnerability. Vulnerability. Episode number five. If you go to SoundCloud.com and do a search for Beauty and the Beast mode. Did you say shameless plug? Yes. Listen. No. No shameless plug here. This is a plug. A plug is a plug, damn it. We're plugging this. We need you to plug it. We need you to subscribe. We need you to like it. We need you to share it. Spread the word, people. Spread the word. So right about now would be time that we do a little something called the Beast Mode Moment. phone call from my parents that kind of tied into that because they talked a lot about ambition and continuing that pursuit and my mom said I could have been I could have been I could have been a lot of people have those ideas but they don't follow through with them and it's just like when you talked about comedy and there being opportunities more opportunities here versus another place you have to do you have to choose to do and that will help your idea grow so that is your beast mode moment. I like that, brother. Oh, yeah, brother, we're back on track, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a little uh, song that I'm going to play for you. Because it is now time for a pew, 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 just joint. Pew, pew. Just joint. This is a point in the episode where I play a little ditty for you. This one is just a fun song. So we were talking about fun, laughter, comedy. This is a song that I listen to to get me up. It puts a smile on my face. So I hope everybody likes it. So that was the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Okay. They're a huge yeah. ska band. Uh-huh. They're from Boston, Mass. And that one was the Mighty Boss Tones, Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, along with uh, the singer from Murphy's Law, an old punk band from New York. And it's called Little Bit Ugly. So uh, it comes knocking more and more each day. A little bit ugly now is what I got to say. So I can relate because the song's called Little Bit Ugly. 
Uh, I also played it because it has a kind of sexy harmonica part in there, so I thought of you. So. Nice. Damn right it is. You're right there. You're right, Spider. So, just like I said, it gets me up. It's a funny song, and it just uh, puts me in a good mood, which is uh, the overall concept that I think that we had for this podcast today. Don't yep. neglect the fact that it can completely change your mindset. Yeah. What's your, uh, do you have a takeaway for today? Because that, what I just said, wasn't a takeaway. <laughs> In addition to. In addition to, I would say that don't neglect the role that laughter plays on our psyche. Can absolutely change the entire dynamics of the room. If the room is unsettled, if there's tension in the room, if somebody's hurt, if somebody's sad, if there's anger, don't be scared to use laughter to try and get into somebody's mind or to help somebody get through a tough situation. Nice. That's my takeaway. My takeaway would be that uh, Mom and Pops Martinez are pretty damn funny. Yeah. And we should probably have them on as a guest. Guests, uh, plural. Listen, listen. Little they, interview. They, sometimes they get big heads, okay? And what I don't want to do is allow them, their heads to get so big that uh, they think they can go out there and start getting on stages and stuff because I think that'd be pretty <laughs> Listen. <laughs> They gave up ambitions to raise you and your siblings, so give them a little airtime. That's all I'm saying. I, I would love to give them airtime. And if you guys want Mom and Pops Martinez to be on, then do us a favor and comment on SoundCloud page on Beauty and the Beast mode. Leave a couple comments and, you know, give us some questions too. Give us something that you would like to hear from Mom and Pops. If it's anything personal about me, you know what? I'm willing to shed my armor. Turn that wheel, baby. Turn that wheel. Oh, you're terrible. I can't wait to have your BPs and your APs on here. If you find my uh, <laughs> BPs, let me know. <laughs> Jeff, it's been a pleasure, sir. As always, sir. Until next time, I'm Yeye Martinez. I am fit and funny, Jeff. Peace. See ya. <laughs>